I do need to get, I need to draw a picture of Milk just like, Milk's just like grinning hysterically as his fingers poised over the button, which he's rigging mash over and over again. Just like the biggest shit-eating grin with my finger over the button. Um, let us know when we are live, Milky Poo, and... Milky Poo. Yeah, I've called you this before, and you always tell me not to, and I do it anyway. Uh, we're already live, and, we? uh, you need to change the title. Uh, fuck me. I would forget Pretty. the one goddamn fucking thing. All right. Five, four, three, two, one. Hello, and welcome to the Barcast, where every week the bar gets a little lower. I messed that up. This week, your bartenders will be Enigmatic Otaku. Still a Grandmaster Pencil? We have Grandmaster Pencil. My anus is bleeding! We have Milk. Baby, sorry. And my anus is bleeding. And, of course, at the bar this week, you guys voted, and we've asked him, and he, for some reason, wanted to do this. We have... Totally not a brony with us this week. Hello. Nice to meet you, Google. So, for those who have not joined in on the broadcast before, welcome. We are a user-submitted podcast where you submit who you want the guest to be, you submit what the questions are over on Fem Fiction, and we make the guest miserable. It's that simple. Um, the only things that we don't touch on here are things like ages and politics. And, of course, if you're watching live right now on Twitch, you can submit your questions in the live stream. Um, of course, this week we have a drinking word, and that drinking word for this week is brony, because yeah. we're totally not that. We're um, definitely that. Pencil's going to be watching the stream. Uh, Pencil, what's an example of a question you won't forward to our guest? I will not ask our guest about the intimate details of his foreskin. I will not ask him about what it feels like inside his rectum. And I will not ask him what he likes to do with small animals in his spare time. Who says I have a foreskin? Wait, like, I, why, why would I ask about this? So <laughs> don't, don't, be, don't be horrible today. You, you can be a little have, horrible, but, you know. I have a foreskin on the end of this keychain, but... Uh... What? Whoa. I hope it's yours. Actually, no, I hope it's not yours. I hope it's not somebody else. This is a barrel of worms. <laughs> We're going to move on. Um, so let's start with actual, like, interview-type questions to Tully Not a Brony. Um, so that way we can learn a little more about you. Uh, uh, Tully Not a Brony. Uh, let's start with the basics. Uh, who are you? Uh, give yourself a light introduction. And what have you done for the fandom? Well, I've been around for about five years. I've written 120, well, more than 125 stories. Um, I remember uh, a couple of years back at BronyCon, uh, we were in a panel and uh, Regadar introduced himself as uh, the guy with the most stories on the site. So I introduced myself as the guy who used to have the most stories on the site, but currently had the most completed stories on the site. Oh, <laughs> Nicely said. Take that, Reggie. He's a cool guy. Yeah, he's nice. Um, let's move on to the next question. Uh, how did you get into the fandom? So, in late 2011, uh, back when memes were first crawling out of the primordial ooze, uh, over on the Cheeseburger Network, there was a site called My Little Brony. Uh, I went there one day uh, as an additional to my usual 
and uh, got into, you know, pony memes. Hmm, this is strange. What's going on here? Uh, and, you know, it was first starting to take off. And I slowly came to the crawling realization that um, I like ponies. And uh, that was solidified when I started watching the show and decided that uh, there just wasn't the fan, fan fiction that I wanted to read. So I decided to take things to my own hands, and my very first story was called Battleships Are Magic. I, I, have, I have a question about this. Uh, when you did this, what was the reception to that first venture into pony fiction? It was incredibly good. Um, I, I still remember uh, sitting in front of my computer the morning after I submitted it and seeing it on the front page and just being totally blown away that other people wanted to read this. Did you have experience writing before ponies or? I mean, a little bit. Uh, I hadn't really written any fan fiction though. Right. Uh, well, let's date you just a little bit. Was this over on fanfiction.net or is this when fin fan fiction was kind of just coming out? Uh, yeah, uh, this was early 2012. Awesome. Okay. So then next question, uh, what is your favorite part of the fandom? There's a huge online community out there. You know, there's the fanfics, the cons, the music, the shows, uh, you know, there, there's so many different things. What's your favorite part of it? Probably just the community itself, being able to, you know, talk with people. And in that respect, uh, this fandom has fem fiction, which a lot of fandoms don't have their own representative website. And so there's a lot of, you know, you can instantly comment what you think, you can get feedback, things like that. So you personally, I, well, obviously you're biased here because you're on FemFic a lot, but compared to like Equestria Daily and the Fem, uh, Friendship is Magic forums, there, there's all sorts of places you could go, but just particularly the, the uh, Fem Fiction crowd. Yeah, it seems like it. Uh, I've made some friends. Nice. All right, next question. Uh, if there's one thing you could say to your followers or fans, or heck, your haters, uh, what would it be? Uh, success does not equal happiness. Ooh, we're getting philosophical here. I, uh, I like it. Normally, I they, the people just tell them, I'm sorry, or you're shit, or you have bad taste. But you actually give them, like, decent... I mean, on a... In, on the subject of fan fiction, a lot of people equate uh, thumbs up and views to their their personal happiness. Um, I, I've had my success, sure, but uh, I started writing for myself rather than for the front page, and I haven't made the featured box in 15 months, and I feel great. Advice. Uh, yeah, as it should be. That's honestly really great. and. Mm -hmm that's that's the way to go like as a lot of us here kind of have garnered our own little follower bases and heck we do this silly podcast but okay. i mean the at the end of the day we aren't any different people if you see us at a con you know we're gonna jump hit you up and talk just like any other person so. or tell you to leave us alone if you're a creeper who's trying to drool on the side of my foot or something just saying yeah don't just randomly walk into our hotel room just con stories yeah <laughs> you know you know brony i like how you say i haven't been featured in 15 months like like you were an addict and you're afraid that you might relapse anytime soon if you get featured again 
Well, the worst part about that is most of the ways that I have gotten featured are silly little one shots and the stories that I cared about and put a lot of effort into got nothing. Isn't so that's way. yeah, you know. Um so yeah, I uh, I've just stopped caring. I'll write what I want to write and uh we'll see how things go from there. That's not to say writing silly one silly little one shots is bad. Just write what you want to write, you know. Yeah. All right. Now then, I lied. It's time to get political. It's time to break some friendships. It's time oh, to man. ruin some lives. Here we go. Wait, you're pulling on Mari Party? No. Uh, by the way, do I see that you have a brand new story published just uh, just now? Uh, I edited it up last night. Uh, oh. Something I've been working on for a couple weeks and just kicked it out. Perfection. Thank you for letting me know. Um, so, totally not brony. Man, we're going to drink a lot today. Yes, um, who is best pony? Uh, let's see. Of the main six, I'd probably go with Applejack. Um, you, you know, things aren't complicated. And uh, also, it is a really good segue into a, another story from the fandom. So back when uh, Jake the Army guy was still a drill instructor, uh, drill sergeant by mistake, um, he uh, was an open brony while being a drill sergeant. Uh, so the new recruits just didn't know what to do with that. And it was hilarious. I want you on your face. Every time you go down, I want you to say Apple. And every time you come back up, I want you to say Jack. What the fuck he did? Really? Wait, what? I love that, it. Oh. That actually happened. He oh. talks about it over on his YouTube channel. Oh my God. I, I feel like he does that uh, full metal jacket thing where he yells in front of the new recruits' faces, yelling, Who is this pony? Let me see your horse face! <laughs> Nay! <laughs> That's not good enough! Let me see your real horse face! Nay! Work on it! <laughs> oh, okay. Um, God, what was I going to say? Oh, right. We need to move into actual questions. Uh, okay, so now, without further ado, let's jump back into uh, user-based questions. Starting over on the thread, we have some questions from Alex underscore. Let me do a refresh, make sure we're not missing anything from anybody. Um, and this next one is an open discussion topic because a big thing happened this week, and a lot of people are very up in arms about it, or they love it. What do you guys think of Fem Fiction 4.0? I think it's a little nicer looking. Uh, I like the new text editor, but it changed some URLs uh, and some codes. So now I have some dead links and things I'm going to have to reformat. Uh, also, I absolutely detest round profile pictures. Really? I didn't really notice anything wrong with the round profile pictures. What's the wh what's wrong with them? You're cutting off about a quarter of the picture, and most pictures are just naturally square. So what you're uh, saying? Like is, so what you're saying is that you missed the edge. <laughs> you know, wow. I mean, circles have edges too. It's cool it's, to be square. Circles oh. have an infinite number of edges. You know, it's I was too edgy for you. You know, I was surprised by the fact that if you click on the text now, it, it gives you the option to read it to you. I love it. Have you done that yet? I did, but I don't like the voice though. But you can have it read like 
the worst stories to you. It can like, like closeness to us. It already has. Um, Tinath, have you had it read your stories aloud to you yet? Uh, no, I haven't. I just noticed the feature the other day. Meaning, because it will read spelling errors uh, as phonetically as it can, and it's really distressing when you notice spelling errors in your own work when um, when the reading voice says it to you in big, loud capital letters. <laughs> sure. <laughs> but that, that can be a useful editing tool. Absolutely can. I just, it was very distressing. It's an extremely useful editing tool, and it's extremely helpful. It, it's just so entertaining to go out and find, like, poorly edited stories and or purposely bad troll stories from ye olden times oh you know i feel like if we got like someone who's really really good at programming we could have it that it can give you the option of which narrator to read it to you out of the main six i don't think that's gonna happen anytime soon though we have a lot of fan vas just but, like I mean, stitch just right. stitch the words that the character said and have it like poorly all stitched together that sounds terrible but we have that for Obama. Like, there's a website for that. Exactly. Anyway, moving on. Great. I just realized, I know, I realized what I did. Let's move on. Um, Thank you. Next question for Soli Not a Brony. What is your funniest anecdote? A uh, story you just, you know, tell people to make them laugh. Well, I have a lot of anecdotes. It's part of why I'm a writer. Uh, you, well, for example, I've already told uh, stories about uh, Regdar and Jake the Army Guy. Um, recent memory... So I got a new boss uh, in the last week, and he says uh, gang a lot. You know, what's up, gang? And uh, it makes me think we're in Scooby-Doo or something. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> being, being a cartoon teenager would be pretty cool. I'll give you that. <laughs> I like it. Uh, you guys don't have the most recent thing here. It looks like Alex updated his comment. Uh, I have a screen cap of it. Uh, some Just a little story about Priest and Pencil getting married. Nope. No. No. But that's like seven or eight not paragraphs. There. It is so... not there. It has been removed for a reason. Can we please move okay. on? Okay. No problem. All right. Uh, now we have a placeholder comment from Shakespeare, please. Womp womp. That's useful. Moving on to Dash Loon. Now then, of course, let's start with this. If you could, would you? Yes. Everyone always thinks about uh, what they want to be when they grow up. Um, I decided I wanted to be interesting. Uh, as such, I, I do a lot of random things, like not not magical pixie dream girl random, but um, a lot of things that don't really have any bearing on my daily life. Uh, I told you that I like to collect anecdotes. I like to collect qualifications and certifications. Um, you know. When I right. when when I wanted to grow up, I wanted to be a dinosaur, but. Don't worry. Uh, okay. You have about the intelligence of one enigma, so we're doing okay. And your voice is about as screechy as one. Clever girl. Wow. Okay, moving on. Uh, now, you do comment on and read a lot of stories for the site. So Dash Loon asks, how many comments do you have across the site? Do you know? No. Um, I would estimate in the low thousands. How many stories on the site have you read? I have no idea. Is there a way to look that up? Um, not, not any. Well, I mean, there is now, but not like in ye olden film fiction times. Sure. Uh, so I probably clicked on 
again, probably in the low thousands of stories, uh, probably read to completion, maybe 1,000, probably not even quite that many. So what would you say are probably some of your all-time favorites, things that you can shout out and be like, oh, you have to go read these? Uh, Quantum Castaways, um, All-American Girl, uh, uh, My Little Blackbird. Uh, there was one that was, I can't, I can't remember the title of it. It was a crossover with Helsing in which, um, the, uh, Nazi scythe vampire chick went to Equestria. <laughs> okay. That's in, that awesome. in that story, did it have bitches that love cannons? Uh, no, it didn't actually, which is unfortunate, but it was still a really good story. I'm pretty sure there's a Helsing abridged, like, uh, you're referencing Helsing abridged, right? Well, yes, I was. both, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think there's actually, like, a, a thick on this site that's pretty much like a one-to-one -one copy. It's called, it's called Equestrian Blitz. Oh, okay. All right, next question. Are you not a not when you could have not? Not likely. <laughs> That was helpful. Good, good job. Question. Good job. Uh, and now, of course, our favorite "fuck kill Mary" scenario. And of Yay. course, here, here on the barcast, killing yourself is always an option. Never forget. I did that right. So, we have Little Pip, Blackjack, and Private Eye, which I assume is all fall out of question stuff. Priest, let me, uh, before he asks, just let me say this. I think when he says private, I think he's referring to my OC here, the one getting yelled at by Pencil. Oh, really? I'm okay yeah. with that. Yeah, let's ask that question. Let's do that. Uh, okay. I'm glad you explained that because I have no idea. Uh, didn't know who that was. Um, so Fallout Equestria is not really my thing. I think I read a couple of chapters, didn't really get into it. Um, but I'm aware enough of the fandom. Uh, uh, Blackjack strikes me as the kind of pony I wouldn't even want to touch, much, much less carnally. Uh, but Little Pip is spoilers, sterile, and suspended animation. So, you know, it kind of limits your options there. Yipe. Yeah, forgot that happened, actually. <laughs> now Nick was in pain because he's remembering. I was going to reread the story also, but you got to spoil it for me. Fall because... out of Equestria, the story that yeah, just I keeps called, on I called spoilers. You. He did. He did warn you. Oh. Oh, man. They were killing right. it today. We're blowing through this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, now we have some questions from Tony Montana. So, he starts by saying, well, you're not a brony, but you write, right? It's what I'd like the general public to think. Uh, even after five years of the fandom, I'm still very much in the closet. In your real life, are you actually like super, super in the closet? Yeah, uh, I can, it doesn't even take both hands to count how many people in real life know who I am. Interesting. And so I'm, I'm assuming that means like you're closet enough where you don't necessarily do the whole convention circuit as much? I've been to a couple of conventions, yeah. Uh, but you know, uh, people there know who I am and I'm not, you know, passing around on my real name or anything like that. Right. Absolutely yeah, yeah. understandable. Um, what about I mean, like uh, because usually there's funny stories around this or or heartbreaking stories. Um, what about your life? Yeah, I was gonna say. 
What, what was the question? Uh, does your family know about the pony stuff? Nope. I mean, my wife, does, my wife does, but you know, that's about it. How does yeah. she feel about that? My, um, I think she's been, you know, kind of amused. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> uh, my success has been good and we recently wrote a story together, but, um, you know, I saw that Wait. you guys did that. That's so sweet. Wait, you got together and wrote a horse story? Yeah, it's uh, it's it's gonna be just about novel length. Oh, that's wonderful. It does she know enough about the show's lore to contribute, or did she do mostly do editing? Um, I it's actually her story. I'm ghostwriting it. Oh no! Nice. Hey, I like it. Not that we're scrambling for questions or anything, but how did like that reveal start? I know I have a friend right now, personally, actually, that's really into the fandom, and breaking that news to his current girlfriend was just like a killer for him. So, was there any like story around that, or was she just kind of like, oh, okay? Uh, you know, I'd been up for up uh, to it for a couple of months, and you know, I just figured tell her. She's pretty cool about it. Wifey, I, I, I want you to sit down. This might be hard for you to take, but I love my little pony. No, Enigma. say it ain't so. Enigma, don't ever say wifey ever again, please. Too many wifey ruin your wife, wifey. All right, moving on. <laughs> uh, all right, what genres do you personally prefer to write? Action and comedy. All right. Um, do you write much outside of My Little Pony? If so, uh, what can you share about it? Uh, somebody else further on asked the same question. Um, I did a limited amount of Harry Potter fan fiction in the last uh, couple of months. Really? Well, now Priest is fascinated and has questions, I'm sure. Well, I mean, I never really got into the like the Harry Potter fan fiction except for trying to find an ending where, like, Harry Potter and Hermione end up together because I like that ship and it's really dumb. Sorry, but I mean, I like it. So, are you sure it wasn't Ron and Harry? No, more like your speed. What the fuck is no? <laughs> they touched wands, just the tips. Anyway, all right. Um, oh, share that in the link. Uh, yes, please uh, do. Please do. Um, so then, uh, since you've written for both fandoms, uh, what do you like them? Which fandom do you prefer to write for, honestly? Uh, and what's kind of like the difference? Is there like a different mindset? Yeah, there's a, a different mindset. Um, Harry Potter is uh, is you know kind of a dark up front, and it can be funny on the back end, whereas Pony is you know, a little more funny and innocent on the front end, but gets darker. Okay. Fair enough. Let's see. Um, and then you mentioned that it was more along the lines of there wasn't any fan fiction that really grabbed you, uh, but of course there was fanfiction.net and fanfiction. What attracted you to fanfiction? It was more focused. Um, it, uh, yeah, it was a dedicated fandom site, as I mentioned. So everybody's on the same page, and you're not trying to compete with everything else. All right. Um, 
And then we, we already kind of talked about Fin Fiction 4.0, but did 90 fuck up the site? I have some complaints, but I, overall, I think it's an improvement. I completely agree with you. Um, I realize that comes from a person that wrote a story that's literally called It's New and I Hate It, but it was all in parody and in jest of people that were going to go and complain no matter what. Um, My favorite were the people who spammed the same comment over and over and over again on 90s blog. Like that would make some sort of difference. What do they, what do they spam? There were just like a couple of individuals who would just be like, where are the character tags? Where are the character tags? And they didn't change the message at all. They just said the same message over and over and over again, like every few minutes. Or I don't like it. Like I was sitting there like, do you think this is effective in, in, in any reasonable world? Do you, what, what, what do you think this accomplishes? Like, does this make you feel better? Is this some catharsis? Like banging your head against the wall while screaming? I, I don't understand. I just felt for Nighty like the entire time. Like I realized he kind of, we're kind of a little spoiled because Nighty came on and gave us kind of like a little bit of a sneak preview. So but we knew I, it was coming. Yeah, but I mean, at the same time, like it, it was kind of like destined to have people hate it from the start. And he tries so hard. I I feel bad that everyone was just so upright and negative about it. It's the well, internet. I, well, I yeah, it's for the one. Internet. Well, I, for one, welcome our new 4.0 overlords. Overlord. Singular. Dot, dot, dot. Okay, moving on. Um, you are safariing in the Congo. Whilst there, you stumble upon an aged unicorn. The unicorn tells you that he can bring anyone you want back to life. However, to do so, you must sacrifice the life of... Oh, wow, that was, that was really handsome. However, to do so, you must sacrifice the life of a stranger. By accepting this offer, the unicorn will cast the spell to bring back the person you want, whilst instantly killing a random person you don't know. Would you accept this offer? Why in the Congo? Darkest Africa, probably. Uh, answer, uh, no. Uh, I, I fortunately don't know anyone who didn't die of old age that I would consider the price of a stranger's life. Very fair. Uh, is it? If but if you did know someone, would you sacrifice a stranger's life for somebody you really, really cared about bringing back who did not die of old age? Uh, situational. Um, you'll find that a lot of my answers are shades of gray rather than black or white. As they should be. Just saying. Oh yeah. I, you can either kill strangers or you can run around the field and kill eight, eight colossi. What the fuck are you talking about? No, he's talking about Shadow of Colossus. I actually got this weird tangential ah, reference. He got it. He got but it. Why, but why is he talking about it is my question. I don't know, because he's shit. Yes. It's a game I need to from... contribute. It was a game from who knows how long ago. It's a good game, yeah. though. Ico's better. Anyway. Uh, next question comes from the other other guy who says, Hey. Hey. Uh, this, right. is actually my, this is actually my favorite comment, uh, acknowledging social interaction without requiring either party to devote time or effort to culturally mandated socializing. <laughs> it's so relaxing and easy. It's, it's like uh, when your friend calls you and says, hey, do you want to come over to my house? We don't have to actually talk or interact. We can kind of look into each other's phone while light music plays and just kind of chill out and do nothing all evening. It's wonderful. I hate that. It makes me so uncomfortable. I'm like, I should be doing something. I should be talking. 
this is uncomfortable. He, th they probably hate me. Like, it's just so horrifying to me. I'm like, I'll, after a while, I'll just be like, I'm going to go cook something. And then I just make them food. At their house? Yes. See, see, I'm useful at your place. You don't have to kick me out. Why, why would you be? We would still kick you out. Yeah. Oh. If only to say that we did it and then let you back in because it's raining outside. All right. Moving to questions from Wander D. First question. Even if you're not a brony, will you totally be mine? I've actually gotten two marriage proposals through fem fiction. Really? Uh, what? Story time. I think from guys, I think in jest. Aww. All right, no, no. Tell tell me how this goes. Were, like, were they like for were they like for stories? Uh, it was a it was a couple of years ago. Um, at the same time, though, it's it's a pretty easy uh, out to say, "Sorry, guys, I'm married." Yeah. yeah. Yep, that's the way to do it. I at the same time, though, I felt a little bit about crushing fanboy dreams, but the fact that I even have fanboys kind of scares me. Right, it's the most horrifying thing. Shut up, in England. I I know what you're thinking. You'd be like, somebody likes me, but just. No, no, you got you got to put more effort into it. Somebody likes me. There uh, it is. There's the voice crack. Well done. Yeah. Senpai was noticed. Moral of the story: Don't be that person at cons. Yeah. All right. Number two: Will cheerily ever rest in pieces? Uh, likely no. Um, the Vampire Cheerily series has a following, uh, but I've stopped writing it because I didn't really want to. Well, beat a dead horse. Ha! Uh, I feel like I've done all the character development I could ever do. Um, still, though, uh, people who know me know that I have a plan in place for everything. Uh, if I ever write another story about Vampire Cheerily, it'd be in space. In space. Um, You're yeah. going to rock You're gonna go the Rocky method with that, huh? Yeah. Uh, so the uh, unpublished stories apparently are now 404 for uh, everyone who's not the owner. Otherwise, I would uh, drop a link in the chat to my story directory, uh, where I've got a collection of all the stories. Ooh. Um, several of them were written by other people. Uh, there's like 12 of them now. Uh, and while I might never write another one in the series, like all my work, I encourage audience participation. I had to research a thing real quick. Uh, yeah, you know, you're totally, I, I, it was exactly what I thought it was because, um, a good example is where you had like her butt slammed shut. I'm not sure that what that has to do with Vampire Charlie. No, I'm referring to the audience participation part. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. Um, because you guys have, uh, uh, for a long time, people were kind of still just sending you a bunch of poetry and stuff. And then they banned that on film fiction. It really sucked. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah. They... Oh, Apparently, like the the rule that came down from ninety, because I tried to do something kind of similar after Abyss did it, and they slapped Abyss's hand. Um, all the collaboration efforts either have to be completed up front, or actually part and in planned from the beginning uh, on a story's release, okay. um, rather than like submitting stuff in uh, just kind of willy nilly. Um, okay. I, I'm not. I'm not calling you out for breaking the rules. I'm just saying, like, just so you know. Okay. Now I know. Yeah. That's silly. Uh, it, it is silly. I honestly think it's ridiculous, but hey, it's you know the the rules. All right. 
Uh, questions from Eagle now. Why is the 75th so much cooler than the DevGru, despite them being a tier one SF? Uh, well, first of all, it should be soft rather than SF, but um, something, something, size of your penis, something Black Hawk Down. <laughs> I have no idea what was just referenced at all. I'm just staring I know, at the chat. I, I, know what he's, I know what he's talking about. I just want to see Eagles there because I want to see what the response to this is going to be. I will let you know if he says anything in the chat. I, on my honor, I will. <laughs> okay. We can move on. I just, I will, I'll keep an eye open. All right. Now we have questions from Lieutenant Major Dude. So, you're a total gun nut, eh? He starts by asking. I mean, I wouldn't call myself a nut, but yeah, I do enjoy firearms. How many firearms do you have? He's going off to go Three. count. Three at the moment, uh, plus my wife's shotgun. Um, All ladies I've, have a shotgun, just saying. I've had uh, five or six more. What do you currently um, I, own? I, 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 got, I got rid of them uh, before I moved to Japan. So currently I own a Springfield TRP, uh, a SIG P250, and a Henry 22. Awesome. I, I might be misinformed, but doesn't Japan have like a gun law or something? They do, and that's, like I said, I got rid of them before I went to Japan. Most of them are with my parents now. Ah, uh, so you are in Japan right now? Yes. Okay, awesome. It's com completely gunless. Not really. Uh, they're huge into airsoft. Really? I was going to ask, are, are, you, um, are you in Japan for, if, if, you, if it's not too personal, are you in Japan for work or for military or for... I generally don't Just, discuss, and you know, I generally don't discuss personal stuff uh, outside fair. of pony stuff. So you know, I try to keep both sides separate. Fair, fair. I, I, again, I was just curious. That was entirely all. So no worries. So then, with guns in mind, what gun would you give to Nighty? Uh, I don't know him that well. Um, off the top of my head, maybe a Webley revolver. It's user-friendly British ammunition might be slightly easier for him to find. All right. Same uh, question. Go ahead. Are there Gundams there? Um, I mean, there's there's one in Tokyo. Uh, I, I just walked by. It's it's uh, within a couple blocks of the Godzilla statue. Awesome. All right. I, well, mean, they're just, I mean, there's just like random Avis parked around, parked around waiting for teenagers to get in them, right? Yeah. Ugh. You guys. All right. Uh, next question. Uh, what gun would you give to Meester? Meester seemed like a pretty cool guy when we met. Uh, he's super skinny. I don't know how he does it. Um, he's got a little bit of a reputation around the site for cutting through people's bullshit, uh, though I've never had any confrontations with him. Mm -hmm. um, lightweight, high penetration, uh, an FN's 5.7. Sweet. Uh, and then lastly, I guess he asked for me. What would you get for me? Uh, I don't know anything about you. What do you want for a gun? Priest is uh, a soft and cuddly creature. Why to be honestly, I, I go shopping on, uh, sh shopping. Uh, I go hunting on occasion for turkey and pheasant, and, uh, I've been trying to save up to get a real nice over-under. Hmm. Okay. You know, this sounds like compiling a Christmas list for him. <laughs> Oh, and then of course, um, what do you think of Spike? 
Spike is useful. Uh, sorry, I know that sounds Vulcan, but that's really all I can say. He he exists to be a plot facilitator, base basically. Uh, even the show treats him like a second class citizen. Um, I I don't condone that, but until he grows into at least a young adult, I'll have a hard time connecting with him. So you can so you don't condone speciesism then? <laughs> no, because not you put that in a different light for me right now. I never really thought of it like that. Like pony racism a little bit. Ponies are racist. There's nothing wrong with dragons. We just have problems with... There's nothing wrong with dragons. Some of my best friends happen to be dragons. (laughs) But, I mean, Ember's a problem. And Spike's a problem. So that's like the two most prominent, like, dragons. Perfect. Every red jock dragon, all the dragons, the giant dragon Fluttershy kicks out of the mountain. But they're all fine. They're all fine. Okay, sure. Yeah. They immediately evicted that dragon from that mountain just because he was a dragon. But before I go to the next question, do you want to talk about Spike a little bit, Pencil? I'm being nice to our guest, Priest. I haven't yelled at him. I haven't yelled about Spike yet. Why are you egging me on? Because you have a contest you're running. I've been so nice. Okay, uh, moving on. Spike, I'm aware of the contest. Like... Oh, are you? How yeah. are you? Awesome. I'm glad you're aware of the contest. Why are you aware Wait, of the contest? Do you, or do you have any interest I've, in joining it? I read blogs. Um, Excellent. Probably Thank not. You. I, like, you know, I'm, you, you heard my comments about Spike, but that doesn't mean I'm, I'm trying to abuse him either. Uh, right. Probably the most uh, abuse that I've ever done to Spike was a pun about Dragon Ball Z. Ha! I have questions about this. Which story is this of yours? <laughs> Uh, give me a sec. So uh, that would be uh, Applejack goes Super Saiyan. Oh. Uh, and uh, then the well, it uh, you know it, it it's it's got a pun about Dragon Balls. I will I will go look that up. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, for those who don't know, uh, the Barcast, which I will post a link to in a moment, is doing a competition for uh, making Spike suffer in stories. There is a cash prize. It's really just for fun and silliness. It's it's not to be taken super seriously. But uh, if you guys want to do it, you guys should join up. It'll be fun. I love that picture of Applejack in the Super Saiyan hair. I, it, it works so well. Is that an edited picture, or was that actually in the show that someone screen capped? Uh, yeah, I had done a uh, kind of an alternate hairstyle, the main six deal over on my DeviantArt. And really all I did was just um, uh, do a select and flip uh, on it. And that's just kind of how it turned out. All right. Now let's go to questions from Trickster Forrester. Uh, do you like musicals? Um, not, not really. Um, not generally a fan. Uh, the best musical I've ever seen, Jesus Christ Vampire Hunter. What? I've never heard of this, and I thought you were going to say Jesus Christ Superstar. No. I'm glad I'm glad you did not finish that sentence that way. I, I know of what you speak. Oh, wonderful. Uh, how do you feel about the fact that My Little Pony is so musically based then? Say again? How do you feel about the fact that My Little Pony is so musically based then? It has so many songs in it. Um, I'm just in it for the story. I, I like how you were very careful to say that you weren't in it for the plot. Yes, I, I am very careful about that. 
Well, I mean, okay, so if you're in for the story, the story has changed like a lot over the last seven seasons. Um, True, but so what, many stories is way better for fan fiction. That's what's your what is your favorite and your least favorite season then? Uh, I don't know. I'm I'm kind of uh, split on the current season. Um, it's had some good episodes. It's had some bad episodes. Uh, maybe maybe season four was uh, one of my favorites, even though how it ended. Uh, I think a lot of people would agree that season four is up there because season four was viewed literally twice as much as season six. The show's on a decline. Yeah, that's pretty fair. It, it's definitely on the... Um, okay, I was just curious. So uh, moving on back to Trickster Forrester, uh, do you enjoy musical numbers? Uh, no, not just my fan of musical numbers. That's <laughs> kind of the conversation we had a little bit ago. Exactly, yeah. yeah. The only reason why I ask is because now, regardless of your answer to the previous questions, for the remainder of these questions, along with answering them normally, I also, I want our to also say which movie musical they are from. Ugh. I don't think this is a good... Anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I disagree with this. I don't, well, I don't get it. Like, I guess all of these questions have a a reference to them. Like, yeah, it's just all references. The, the and... last one is is kind of legit. The, the, are you a fan of Marilyn Monroe? Okay. Uh, not generally a fan of drug addicts. Ooh, harsh. Uh, ooh, okay. Um, in that case, then, I'll just move down to Jackal, Applejack app. If all the princesses had to fight to the death, who do you think would win? Celestia. Celestia is Bestia. I I don't know, because Celestia to defeat Nightmare Moon, which is Luna, had to use the elements to defeat her. Well, going into uh, Applejack App's second question, um, I mean, Luna has more experience than Twilight, but I feel that Twilight might have an edge in raw power. Uh, the thing about that is Twilight also seems like she would be hesitant to attack the older princesses that she respects, I guess. So she might hold back a little bit. Uh, and Cadence has never demonstrated any evidence of being powerful enough to compete with any of the above. She and her husband took down Queen Chrysalis. Like, I feel like Cadence would sit in the back and... No, 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 hear me out. I don't <laughs> think she'd win. I don't think she'd win. Let's be completely honest here. But I do think she would wait and try to, like, be a wait for opportune moments. I feel like Luna would be one of the first to go because she wouldn't want to, like, change back in Nightmare Moon. Like, that's one of her big things is she did attack princesses before. And I feel like that would kind of, like, cause a relapse for her. And she wants to be stronger than that and just avoid the fight altogether. Yeah, the fair only, enough. But the this only... all circles back to Celestia wins, right? Well, at the same time, I feel like Celestia would kind of look at, like, Twilight, because they'd be the last two. And then, like, if they had to only choose one, I feel like Celestia would willingly let Twilight win because she believes that Twilight has more time and the better chance to right wrong decisions of the past and stuff. 
And maybe also Celestia wants to go hang out on an island and just like drink pina coladas for a while or some shit. Yeah, also, also, priest, the only way the only way Cadence can get a kill is if her husband uses her as a javelin. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I love the visual of that. Is it sad that I don't think you're wrong? Ugh. She she's a lover, not a fighter. Alright. Uh now we have questions for Sunbro for Life. Which is for everybody. Uh, what's your favorite video game and what's your favorite boss fight? Um, so, I'm not very good with lists or favorite things. Also, most games I've played don't really have defined bosses. Oh, what's, some uh, of your, what's your favorite games then? Uh, like, what do you play? One of the games that I have uh, most uh, time logged in on Steam is called uh, Command Modern Air Naval Operations, which is a framework for using scenarios some of them fan-based to it's it's basically a military simulator it's it uh, doesn't have gra any graphics to speak of you're just looking at dots on a map um but it it supposedly is one of the most accurate uh things out there and so i don't know if in that context you could say the people's liberation army Huh. So I, what I'm hearing is on on a more broader scale, like real time strategy games. Um, not not as a rule. Uh, most of uh, the games with big bosses uh, generally seem to be of the fantasy variety, and I was never really into that. Fair enough. Um, does anyone else want to weigh in? Favorite video game? Favorite boss fight? I like Fire Emblem series, so. Well, we know that, though, Enigma, but what's your favorite boss? Because that's a hard one. Hmm. I, I know that uh, my, one of my favorite games, if not my favorite game, is probably Silent Hill 2. And my favorite boss, probably because I cheered the most when I beat it because I was young and stupid, was when I beat the weird fire centipede in the sand in Link to the Past. When I beat that, I thought I was the hottest shit, and I still look back on that incident very fondly. <laughs> um, I feel like if I had to list my favorite game, it'd probably be Portal, because it's um, just so revolutionary. And I'm not saying like Undertale is kind of like worn off for me, but I mean, it kind of worn off for me. <laughs> but is Flowey favorite boss? Um. You know, there was a lot of really good wonder to the to the Flowey fight and the Agile Dreamer fight in, in Undertale. But honestly, I got to be completely honest with myself. And I say I'll never feel as rewarded as I felt when I beat Sephiroth for the first time in Kingdom Hearts 1. Kingdom because Hearts 1, okay. The, he was easier in Kingdom Hearts 2, but in Kingdom Hearts 1, he had moves that would instantly take you down to one health disable you from using items and take away all your magic and if you did not do the frame perfect dodge you would die so it took me the better part of like three months to properly beat him enigma do you have your favorite boss yet no okay milk Enigma's what? dead. what's your favorite game and favorite boss go uh the game of life and work is my favorite boss Yay! <laughs> um, that was sad. Yeah, I know. Legitimately, I don't have a favorite boss because most of the games I play don't have a PvE-styled boss. Uh, 
Uh, I play like a lot of Rocket League and I guess what's it uh, shooters and stuff. So technically, I would say the favorite boss would be other players. All right. Next question to Totally Not a Brony. Uh, what rings you got? Um, my wedding ring's made out of cobalt. Ooh. Ooh. That's legitimately fancy. <laughs> um, I mean, I have, a, I have a promise ring around my neck. It's like it. Uh, do you even praise bro? And I think that's a little... Uh, yeah, I've never, played, I've never played Dark Souls, but enough people toss around the meat reference. Yeah. All right. Let me refresh, make sure we aren't missing anything. Uh, questions from RKStriker underscore JK underscore five. Uh, we already kind of covered that. Have you written for media other than MLP? You did Harry well, Potter. Yeah, that's right. So it originally came about, uh, so I've, I've written a crack self-insert uh, called A Dream. It has a chapter for every episode of the show. Um, and I, I kind of did a riff on the seven Harry Potter books uh, in the same style as that. Uh, you have a uh, ostensibly a self-insert who is, uh, uh, you know, kind of an instigator. All right. Uh, let's see. Now we have, of course, questions from Vylon. Is it time for me to do the music? Oh, boy. Do the thing. It's time for questions with Vylon. Can we just talk about the soundboard? Uh, You know... Is it live every time? (laughs) Every time I talk about bringing up a soundboard, we don't like it. Just throwing that out there. Comment and share if you want a soundboard. I don't know. (laughs) Uh, So, Vylon now asks, I think a question that a lot of folks have, um, how did you come up with your username? Uh, We discussed a little bit of this earlier, but to expand... um... So back in the magical year of 2012, uh, the year of our Lord, um, I realized to my horror that I liked my little pony. Uh, I was not only in the closet about it, I still am, but uh, I was in denial about it. Uh, So, you know, there's kind of a duality there. Don't tell people, don't really want to acknowledge it myself. Um, Once I had some success writing, though, uh, it sort of became a franchise. So I guess I'm kind of stuck with the name and the profile picture now. Don't let them in. Don't let them see. Wow. I don't... Uh, well, how did you come up with your OC then? <laughs> so uh, this, goes, this goes back to that story I mentioned, a dream. Uh, so it started out as you know, a fairly straightforward self-insert before, um, uh, before it went off the rails and became something of its own. Uh, but the character, you know, I... I... Uh, thought about it like okay if i was a pony what kind of pony would i be what would a pony would i want to be there was a little bit of hipsterism involved too um i decided on uh, the earth pony because everybody else you know was something else about back before we had such a strong uh crackdown on the red and black ocs um so my very first car was an orange 1972 plymouth valiant hence the yeah since the name yeah, um, the uh, the name of the character and uh, sort of the general coloring. 
all right. Uh, is is Valiantin any of your stories as like an actual self insert or yeah? Is um, he just... As as I said, he's the uh, main character of the the story, a dream. Oh, sorry, uh, I, I, I must have totally yeah. missed that. I apologize. I, I, it's for no problem, some reason, I, I was connecting it to you had a dream about him, and you were like, oh. <laughs> Let's do this. <laughs> yeah, I try not to sleep too much. Um, only once or twice have I ever actually had uh, a dream that led to a story. Really? Which ones were that? The stories. Uh, one of them was um, about Mrs. Cake taking steroids. What? <laughs> 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 Wonderful. And that's from a dream? Uh, apparently, yeah. Hell, it's all about it. I'm fascinated. Uh, I mean, there's really not much to tell. That's kind of the this, this story beginning to end right there. Just, just that's all. Perfect. Yeah, pretty much. Imagine her, I'm imagining this while she's still pregnant. She's like buff as all hell. Wow. Um, for the cover art, I just did a recolor of uh, both biceps. Oh, my God. Oh, that's great. Come, honey, to the bedroom. Gorgeous. I love it. All right. Um, now we have a question from Boulder. Uh, did you know that your advanced story directory on your user page is now 404? Yeah, thanks for the heads up. Um, it seems like all unpublished stories on the site are now 404 but the owner. Um, I'm going to have to redo it, maybe move it off site. Uh, for those of you who aren't familiar, my advanced story directory is um, it's kind of a wiki I built with an unpublished story to help sort through my more than 125 stories that I have. Mm. Did you just make that because um, like the FinFix search tool isn't quite to your liking or? Uh, a little bit. Um, it, it was, you know, focused on my story specifically and help people come through by maybe genre or subject or character. Right, right. All right. Uh, the next set of questions come from Rob K. Corn 53, also known as that guy who wrote My Little Dashie. I know. Oh my I God. He's a cool guy. Oh, my God. Yeah. Really? He, he appeared in, uh, in one of my stories um, himself it? once. Rob did? Yeah, he, uh, he lent the character a typewriter. Rob has. Wait, 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 wait. Let me get this straight. Rob has the power to travel into fictional universes, <laughs> and he wrote My Little Dashie? <laughs> I got a second. I got another story to link in the chat. Um, do, yeah, so, so probably the closest I've ever written to an actual factual true self-insert uh, was one about uh, Chrysalis coming to Earth and then needing to go to Everfree Northwest for reasons. Mm -hmm. um, the sequel to that uh, involves BronyCon and uh, the self-insert characters going on a road trip. Um, and along the way, just happens to encounter this guy from Michigan with a lot of typewriters. <laughs> Does he tell me he knows about this and tell me he reacted to this very strongly, please? Uh, he gave me his consent to do it. Well, okay, was, that's good then. Was Rob just hanging off the side of the road, hitchhiking with the typewriter in his arm? No. Oh. We, we we tried to, you know, it was it was all right. So. This question comes from Rob Cakewin 53 an esteemed guest star in a in many stories and of <laughs> course the writer of my little dashie we just give him more taglines. Uh, the question is 
You write a lot of fics involving guns, cars, more guns, and probably more cars. Does writing that stuff ever get boring for you? I mean, occasionally. That's why I've written 125 stories and three have the romance tag. Uh, <laughs> when this topic uh, comes up, it always reminds me of an interview I once read. Um, there's an author named Christopher Moore. Uh, he was asked if he preferred internal or external conflict, and he replied external because more shit gets blown up. Oh, that's direct. Feels like this is an interview with uh, Michael Bay. <laughs> so then why only three romances? Like, do you, are you drawn away from that genre or is it just- um, A little bit. It, you know, I just don't find it that interesting. Fair enough, fair enough. This guy uh, likes this chick. There you go. Now we know so, why uh, Enigma never gets uh, any lady friends is because that's as romantic as he can go. Oh, so there you go. Okay. Yeah. That almost hits a little too close for him. No, it doesn't. <laughs> he knows. All right. So the next question uh, jumps back onto Valiant. Um, what do you really see Valiant as? Like, um, would you go? It's obviously your OC and kind of like totally not a brony representation but is it go as does it go as far as being your pony sona uh i think you know back all the way at the beginning it kind of maybe started out that way uh but valiant as a character took on a life of his own and as i said uh now that totally not a brony enterprises is uh sort of a franchise um it's just become you know a corporate brand logo and uh the character is just the character and stories uh, as to the rest of the question, uh, he only appears in the stories related to the original story, the expanded universe around a dream. So I, I try for continuity, but when you've got more than, yeah, it's, it's more than a half a million words now, it's a little hard to keep up. Right, of course, naturally. Um, if you branched out of your comfort zone with technicolored horse words, what would you write? Uh, outside of like Harry Potter, obviously, I'm, I'm assuming this means like original fiction. Um, I mean, I'd probably keep writing the same genres of original fiction. Uh, in terms of genres, of uh, genres to branch out into, uh, probably more existential stuff, stuff about feelings and moods, uh, intangible stuff. It's hard to put into words, unfortunately. Huh. That actually sounds like content that would be really good for like uh, the write-off. Uh, are you, have you been uh, introduced to the write-off before? Which write-off? Uh, the write-off. Uh, there's a write-off group, uh, writeoff.me. I believe it's kind of one of the big things that like Horizon and Titanium Dragon do. Um, they they specialize in writing specialized pony words or even original stories that try to lie a little more on the artsy side rather than uh just straight you know yeah um, I've, I've long accepted my role as a writer of bfix somebody has to do it hey i feel you on that one i'm i'm right there with you i totally feel you too um i feel no one here so lonely <laughs> it's lonely at the bottom anyway uh expanding on that question uh rob says Let's see, is there a genre that you struggle with and wish you did better? 
Or he's just Mr. Perfect and can do them all while riding on the hood of a Dodge Challenger while having a blonde under one arm firing an LMG in the other. There's also a pony on your head. Who is it? It's Barry Punch carrying a kegger because alcoholism. Entire kegger? Yeah. Not just the keg? Okay, all right. Uh, <laughs> I'm not really good at romance, though I don't particularly wish I was better at it. Um, I can do crack comedy, but I kind of wish I was better at subtle comedy. I mean, you're you're on a site where subtle comedy doesn't always even fly, too. So I can yeah, see why like, this this environment is not conducive to helping you with that goal, like really at all. Oh yeah. Heck, half of the website is pretty much, hey, this sounds interesting. I'll upvote it. Start reading a little. Oh, I gotta go do other things. Yeah, that's kind of how it goes. Subtlety goes over a lot of heads. Yeah. At least on here, which is a shame. All right, now we have. Go ahead. As you say, I, I would love to see more subtle comedy on confection. I, I would salute you and your efforts on such things. Always write what you want to write. Cool. So now we have some questions from Ansel. Uh, to everybody, open discussion. Uh, how large are ponies in the real world? Are they the same size as our ponies? Are they cat size? Are they as tiny as Enigma's ego? Uh, Outside of like, um, or do you subscribe to the whole, you know, uh, scientific analysis that was done with the, the three foot candy cane? Yeah, yeah, the candy cane. I saw that. Um, I actually had the sense before the candy cane incident uh, that I was kind of pictured them the size of large dogs. Um, Celestia might be tall enough to be eye to eye with a person. This is accurate. I, I would say this is accurate. Yeah. To me, if to me, if they were to stand on their hind hind legs and then reach up. How far their legs go up is how you know equally tall as human. Yeah. Okay. Uh, once or twice, I've written a story in which they were literally horse-sized. Um, there's a there's a group on the site called something like the Coalition for More Horse-like Ponies. Really? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, how how much of those stories in that group is porn? Let let me just actually ask. Uh, not that many, if I remember correctly. That's surprising to me. Even the nature of fan fiction, yet again. What kind of stuff do just, they prefer to just have them walking around biting people? Why why would you write like why would you write a story like that? Or actually, isn't there what was that one Rainbow Dash story? Um You mean the uh, one that Hensel wrote? Uh, no. There was a Rainbow Dash presents parody of it. Um where like the actual MLP stuff is a dream, but they're actually real horses in real life. Oh, uh, I know what you're talking about. I don't know. I don't know what the name either. Uh, it's a quote-unquote classic. All right. Stop. Yep. Oh God. But there is a classic, and it's called My Little Dashy, written by Rob Cacker, and You guys go check it out. Oh my wow. God! Yeah. Holy. Next question, uh, explicitly to Totally Not a Brony. Can you elaborate on how non-unicorns drive? Well, I mean, it seemed pretty easy in derby racers. Uh, it reminds me of a story I read once where uh, ponies on Earth were required to drive with hooves on the wheel regardless of magical ability. Actually sounds interesting. Yeah. Uh, I want to say it was called The Hitcher. Let me double check that. 
it was it was about a Texas Ranger who was like body swapping with Pinkie Pie or something like that. It's uh, unfortunately incomplete. The uh, author disappeared. Oh, such is life on Finfic. He yeah. faded into the ether. Uh, Priest, the, uh, Rob says the fic is somewhere only we know. That's the one. Thank you, Rob. Written by Patrick Poltergeist. Happy to help. Patrick Poltergeist is actually someone that we've talked about getting on here. So it's actually pretty hey, cool. There we go. Well, um, we're just trying to get people that fans specifically request. And actually, uh, Totally Not a Brony was one of the people that multiple users wanted us to get on here. They, they really, really wanted you to be on this podcast. So. All right. Do that. Let's go to questions from Uwe Toll, who starts by asking, why did the man kill himself? It's a complex psychological issue. Uh, the Japanese have some of the highest suicide rates in the world. And in fact, I've noticed that the highest rates are generally found in Asia. This leads me to believe there might be a cultural factor in it. I was half expecting for you to answer to get to the other side. Oh but my it's... god, that's terrible. Uh, I cried myself a little bit on that one. I'll remember that as I'm going to bed. I'm a terrible person. You should. You should hate yourself a little bit more for that one. Just just be honest. Since you're Japan, Brony, have you, uh, are you aware of the suicide forest? Uh, yes. Yes, I am. Um, I have, a, of course, I have an anecdote for everything. Um, uh, horrible but kind of funny anecdote. Uh, so... A lot of people like to use, jump in front of trains. And uh, near where I live, we have what they call the Chuo Line, which is the train line that runs from central Tokyo to the northwest. And uh, so this is one of the trains that has a lower amount of riders. And when you jump in front of a train, the Japanese government bills the family for uh, loss of, um, you know, loss of ridership or whatever, holding up things like that which billing the family can put a greater burden on the person committing suicide. And so maybe let's makes them not want to do that to their family. So the Chuo line being that fewer people ride it, the bill is smaller and you're inconveniencing fewer people. That's it's so Japanese jumping in front of the train that inconveniences the fewest amount of people. Uh, anyway, the point is around here, we call them Chuo sides. Oh, wow. Um, Wow. <laughs> in English or in Japanese? Because I feel like this only works in English. Um, you know, it, yeah. So distressing. Oh, Fascinating boy. and distressing. Uh, next question is, do you have a towel with you? Uh, they're 10 feet away in the closet across the hall. Nice. Also, I, I get that reference. That's a reference? I thought they were just being weird. Are they referring to Towie from South Park? I presume they were referring to the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. I would assume so as well. Oh, that makes sense. Uh, is that Douglas Adams? Yep. It is indeed. Okay. Yeah, I, job, I haven't Reese. had the chance to read it yet. It's on my shelf, though. It's very entertaining. I recommend it a lot. Where is it through Pratchett first? Fair I like enough. copy. You know, actually, that's that's a really fair question to ask. What we should probably add that to an interview question. Uh, totally not a brony. Uh, who's your favorite like author? Uh, I mentioned Christopher Moore earlier. His his earlier work was better, but then I think he uh, got into the same thing as I did. That uh, he started writing what he wanted to write, and unfortunately, that wasn't what I wanted to read. 
I'm oh. Biden's happy. Um, Douglas Adams is up there. Uh, Tom Clancy, of course. Um, also Jim Butcher. Jim Butcher a lot. I've never heard of Jim Butcher. Jim Butcher writes the Dresden Files. Oh, okay. I That's familiar. Uh, so next question is, what is your favorite story that you have written? Uh, my favorite stories to write have always been uh, collaborations with um, When you get a couple people talking, uh, the ideas just kind of start flowing and they go places neither of you expected. All right. Um, next question. Uh, do you like Culp Fix? Awesome. Uh, if if they met Club, I don't really read Club. All right. Ponies aren't for sexual. Fair enough. Um, what is one of your favorite Culp Fix? Which kind of goes back to that and kind of is just a dead question. Yep. I think the answer will have to be uh, My Little Dashy because everything is a Culp Fix if you make it one. Whoa. Just saying. Um, let's see, uh, everything is a dildo if you're brave enough, if you make it one. Yes, exactly, okay. thank All you. Right. Okay. <laughs> Glad that you caught on. With enough trips to the ER, I mean, you're probably fine. <laughs> now we have questions from Snuffy, who starts with question number one. Wife or waifu? I have a wife. Nice. Um, wifey for me just, just just out of curiosity is is she going to listen to this maybe i mean i told her what i was doing this morning hi totally not a brownie's wife <laughs> or maybe you'd want her to avoid this probably smart uh number two uh would you like to have rainbow dash as a college roommate god no she's a terrible person rainbow dash is a terrible person hold on explain how She's just consistently a bitch, especially in the early episodes. In the early episodes, usually people say in the early episodes, she's not necessarily as much. Yeah, yeah. like Rarity's the jerk. Like, I mean, at least Rarity, at least you get something back for with Rarity. Like, with Rainbow, you can't get rid of her because she's loyalty. Also, if you're trying to study while college, you know Rainbow Dash is going to be sitting on her chair going, you know, I'll be quiet, and then she starts doing noise with that chair. Probably. Uh, this question also comes about probably as the story I read about Rainbow Dash being a college roommate. Ah, okay. Fair enough. Um, next question. What's the deal with you in dark comedy? I, I just like him, I guess. Is there anything particular that draws you to dark comedy over, say, lighthearted or fluffy comedies? Um... Probably it goes back to me liking to blow things up. Fair enough. I mean, as, as we've gotten to talk to you a little bit, it doesn't seem like you have a particularly dark sense of humor. So, I mean, how I write and how I speak are are very different. Uh, I'm I'm not nearly as funny or witty in real life as I am on the internet because I don't have that extra time to stop and think about it. Fair. I I can't tell you the number of times I've gone home and been like, oh, that's the that's the perfect comeback. Um, so let's go to number four. Uh, do you think uh, feather bangs would make an acceptable boy toy? Uh, whoa, what? I don't get this. I think, I think feather, feather bangs. bangs 
think yeah, Featherbanks been... thinks Featherbanks would be a good boy toy. Isn't Featherbanks that uh, new pony that uh, was basically Justin Bieber? Yeah. Is this uh... new season seven stuff? Yeah, if you guys haven't caught up, then I won't say any more than that. Yeah, we're horribly behind. Uh... It's my fault. I'm sorry. Sorry, priest. I know you wanted to watch, but I just don't have time. I know I'm shit. I'll try to do better. You're fine. No worries. Uh, so, next set of questions. Let's role play a little bit. You and the wife get sent to Equestria and become ponies. I'm assuming you'll obviously be valiant. Uh, we won't know what your life looks like, so just imagine it. Um, number five. Do you immediately start banging just to see what it's like doing it as ponies? Wow, okay. Probably not immediately. We're pretty analytical people. All right. Okay. Would, would you be yeah, the one I, who I initiates that, though? Um, eh, don't know. One at a time. Well, instinct would be more to panic about the fact that, holy fuck, your ponies and everything is animated now. Yeah, you know, um, sex is not essential. I mean, you know, for the, the greater, broader scale, but you got time. Yeah. Panic first. Sex later. Uh, number six. If the two of you got invited to live in Twilight's castle, would you bang on top of the cutie mark table? What? The, wow. That sounds uncomfortable. Yeah, it really does. You could bring a pillow with you. That, I don't like, think it would help. There, there are like literal mountains on that table when it's lit up. No, they're all holographic. Well, I mean, then what if you get cancer? What? That's a good point, actually. That's a good point, actually. No, no. How is that a good point? Holograms. I guess we're getting cancer. We don't know what magical holograms are consist of. For all we know, they probably like radiation That's waves or something. Why would Pony World have cancer? Pretty sure holograms are also made by magic. Does magic cause cancer? Because if that's the case, oh man, are unicorns gonna die young? Well, I Jesus. mean, there's that weird like bumps that that Sombra put on horns, and I'm 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 really stretching here. I'm really reaching. Yeah, man, is there cancer in Equestria? Question for our future guests. I don't know. Hey, wait a second. Hey, Tnab, or damn it, I'm yeah, I got it right. Um. Is there cancer in Equestria, in your humble opinion? Uh, yes. I actually had a story in which uh, Rainbow Dash was multispectral, including uh, in bands that were not visible light. So she had um, X-ray main and gamma ray main as well that you couldn't see because it wasn't visible. <laughs> and this caused her to get cancer? Caused her to give people cancer. Oh, wait, so, oh! so wait, wait, wait. So she did the Sonic Rain Boom. And that goes over everyone. Oh man, she didn't cancer get for all? cancer. She was the cancer. Literally, is it called Rainbow Dash's cancer? Because God, I hope it is. Oh. <laughs> no, it was. It was just a chapter in a dream. <laughs> uh, mo most of, like I said, it's it's the running crack comedy. I see. I see. Fair enough. Um, next question: If the two of you went to the Ponyville Swingers Club. And your wife gets paired with Cranky Doodle Donkey, would she just cancel the event or laugh at her misfortune? Or is this just like totally uncomfortable? Like this isn't like... I mean, if I had only those two options, I'd cancel. Uh, I thought the act of swinging was supposed to be fun for both of us. Oh yeah, definitely. It doesn't talk about necessarily who you're going to be with, but if your wife's with somebody that I'm assuming she doesn't want that old donkey dick, well, you know, I, I, I respect you for caring about her that much. 
know, taking into account her needs. Yeah, everyone's got to be consensual on all sides. It needs to be about 20% more consensual. No! Stop! Enigma, please stop saying the words 20% more consensual, please. Oh. Oh, please. Okay, moving on. Uh, we have some questions now from a non-pencil. Oh, you, there was one other you missed. Uh, I, okay. Uh, number eight, uh, totally not a brony, uh, back on the swingers. Uh, would both of you swap keys with Rainbow Dash's parents? Um, I'm not really sure what swap keys means. I Googled it, and most of the it's are car dealerships. Oh, oh, oh. In swinging, it means that you basically exchange partners for the evening. You guys switch. Yeah. Uh, it's nah, like a rap nah, that when you go to when you they, go to a swingers party. When no, you go to a swingers party. Not RD's parents. They were annoying. Yeah. I only made it about halfway through that episode. It hit too close to home. I oh, haven't sorry, even that. seen it yet. Now then, Enigma, since you aren't talking over the guest. Thank you! In a, sw <laughs> in a swingers party, they do it like a rap. Most of them do like a rap. Kind of no, they do not! That is a common misconception, motherfucker. Dear God. Do like, not talk with authority about things you've never been to. True. All right. Now then, moving to some questions from a non-pencil. Yay! Uh, do you want to read it, pencil, or do you want me to do it? No, that's fine. You're welcome to read it. All right. This is probably also a really good time to mention to the chat that if you have any more questions, we are running down on ones in the chat, and we still have a good deal of time left. So go ahead what? and post some questions. Blown through What? Blown through these, and there is a, there's, there's a link in the chat. Go ask us some more questions. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, from a non-pencil, when picking something to write, what do you find the most important? Do you want something that you think others will enjoy, or something that entertains you personally, or is it a mixture? Um, this goes back to what we were, uh, the question earlier. Um, of course, I'd like to entertain other people, but at the moment, I've gotten back into the writing for myself train. Right, of course. I mean, um, how much does what other people would enjoy playing into what you're writing. Is it, is it 100% uh, you um, really wanting to write for you? I'm probably not it... going to publish something that I think will be nothing but downvoted. But oh, that's granted, totally fair. But granted, I, don't, I can't think of anything that I've written that would fall into that category. Fair enough. I mean, if there's a popular topic going on right now, if there's a trend in stories where the whole like Twilight's basement is thing and stuff like that. Do, do you ever feel like hopping on that for funsies or do you try to avoid that? Um, I mean, yeah, I definitely could do something like that. And I occasionally used to, uh, but I'm, yeah, I just haven't got uh, time or effort to uh, do that for a joke anymore. Totally fair. All right, now we have some questions from Cyberphase on GOTDM. Uh, would you a thing pony? Oh uh, shit, I'm um, sorry. I, I think it's more of a matter of thing pony thinging me. <laughs> oh, I already have to bring up the picture. You already knew what it was. That makes me so happy. Yay! Bring oh, it up anyway. Julian on a brony seems to know what a thing pony is and know what knows what it does. So. I'm very, yes. very proud. I'm very proud. 
Next question. Which food pony would you eat out and fuck all night if she could regenerate herself? Regenerate? Like literally eating? Oh, yeah. No, no. Have you seen food pony? Oh, oh, food, food pony. Okay. Yeah, got it. Um, uh, I, and of course, sexual is optional. I don't know. That seems really messy. I mean, pizza pony, I would think, would be messy in general. And like soda pony would probably leak everywhere. I had a really bad thought about Pizza Pony the other day. So, like, if her hair and, like, fur are, like, skin, does that mean that, like, due to gravity, it'll, like, melt off of her? Constantly and slowly? Maybe. Um, and her blood, to... her blood is pizza sauce? Yeah, that's, that's already, you know, my, yeah. Um, what about somebody those... like... I was going to say, is that one of those your mama's so fat her blood type is ragu? <laughs> 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 I actually wasn't ready for that. What about sourdough bread pony? I just posted in stream chat. You know, oh, since he's in Japan, I would say that looks more like pony than food. But since Ronnie's in Japan, wouldn't he be dealing with sushi pony? Oh, sushi ponies! Yes, I love sushi ponies. But uh, over here we have what they call sakura niku. It's horse meat sushi. <laughs> oh, oh! I threw it up a little in my mouth. Have you had it? Like, how is yeah. it? It, you know, it, it tastes like red meat. Um, it uh, maybe would have been a little bit better if it wasn't raw. Mm, fair. You go, Freeze, to make you think about that. Oh, gosh. Does that make you feel better? No. Good! If you eat derpy, she's going to screw up your insides. All right, next question. Uh, what food pony would you marry if you were given the option? Um, I think it just goes back to uh, the, that sounds kind of messy. All right. Uh, would you rather would have dinner? Her every night. Oh, you know, you get home and Pizza Pony just, just feel, felt like making artichokes tonight, you know. Artichoke? Really? Not like she's like, oh, hold on, I'll get you something. And then she just like gently rubs her mane on a plate and leaves a piece of pizza there. Done. <laughs> yeah, I just I thought, thought of something about Pizza Pony. Oh, what about Pizza Pony now? Does she always secrete grease? Oh, God. Can you imagine if she's just greasy all the time? Gosh. It... I want that. Yeah. It, it, in Food Pony World, is it the greasy, the greasier you are, like the lower class of a pony you are? If so, what would be like, it, would Caviar Pony be like just the highest class pony there is? Caviar pony would probably be a sea pony, though. Well, it could be extremely slimy. Yeah. Uh, okay, moving on. Uh, what would you do for a Klondike bar? Uh, not much. There are better frozen treats out there. What oh. frozen treats do you recommend? So, when I was at Boy Scout camp, everybody was always crazy about Choco Tacos. Um, oh, yes. I, uh, I don't know. Uh, I always went for more of something that had uh, caramel in it or maybe peanuts. You, you know they made Choco Tacos with caramel in them, right? Yeah. The best. I loved those. I've never had a Choco Taco. I literally have no idea what you guys are talking about. But Never had a Choco Taco ever? No. Like, okay. is it like an ice cream version of like a Girl Scout cookie? Or... No, I will show you Choco Taco in just a moment. Ask the next question and I will find a picture of a Choco Taco. Don't worry. 
All right. The question reads, you, the light is darkness and darkness is light. What's the answer? Um, somewhere around like twilight with the darkness and the light. That's as good of an answer as I think we're going to get because I don't even understand the question. Yes, but you've dealt with that pretty well. Also, uh, priest. Oh, I've seen those. Those are good. I've never had this. I've wanted to have one before. Interesting. They're made by Klondike, so even if you're not doing a lot for a Klondike bar, you're still supporting Klondike. Hmm. All right. Uh, and then finally, last question from Cyberphazon. Uh, have you seen Sword Art Online Ordinal Scale yet? So Sword Art Online is uh, kind of an interesting alternative to TV tropes because it has all of them in it. <laughs> you're you're not wrong. I signed off on that series a long time ago. I wanted to punch that series in its face once or twice. Just saying. Uh, now we have a question from Mobile Sam. How do you feel about potatoes? I'm I'm in favor of potatoes. Potatoes are God a favorite. You can cook them. You can do some. You can bake them. There's so much you can do with potatoes. Truth. Uh, now a question from Ui Toll. You awake with a serious hunger in the morning. What do you eat? Um, cereal is a pretty good go-to. Uh, if I'm going out, there's a pretty good burrito place nearby. All right. This for breakfast sounds amazing. Have you eaten all the black food in Japan? Uh, or have you eaten the all black food in Japan? How does it taste? Um, so I went to a ninja restaurant once. They had some uh, black bread. It was pretty good. Is that all done with squid ink? Or... Uh, yeah, I think it was. Okay. Yep, I saw your thing, Milk. I'm refreshing. Uh, so the next question is, so you are a brony. Uh, how doesn't want to reveal he is a brony to the real life? How is it being a brony in the closet? Um, it's it's kind of liberating, honestly. I kind of like having a secret. Does it make you feel like a superhero? It's sometimes. Awesome. Yeah. You can walk around the streets feeling like, yeah, like I, I help people by making their days better. All right. Uh, next question. Uh, how is your favorite brony? Um... Am, am I my favorite brony? Sure, you can be your favorite brony if you'd like. I, I mean, I'm okay. Uh, my my butt's getting a little sore from sitting in the same chair for an hour. But oh, oh. <laughs> sorry, that was such a pain in the ass. Hey. hey! Uh, next question. How is your least favorite brony? Uh, I mean, I, I try not to play least favorites. There was this one guy that um. Uh, spammed uh, 15 Christian fundamentalist videos uh, at me in personal messages because I dare to suggest that uh, not all Muslims were terrorists. Wait a second. Hold on. Did They, they spammed you. 15, yes, 15, uh, 15 YouTube videos. Was it in anger or were they just trying to convert you? Um, a little bit angry. Uh, some of the mods may remember uh, when I took my complaints um yeah it uh it was uh, it was kind of funny there for a while 
were you able to like block them at the time or yeah awesome that's good that that, that you, ain't no one got time for that you certainly do not have time for somebody like that um now we know that um you're you're pretty closeted when it comes to brony stuff but uh are you aware of any other bronies in japan uh have you had the chance to meet up with any of them i know we've been able to talk to uh colton gartez who's up in oh uh, yeah um i i saw him a week or two ago really um, do you guys get to see each other no not that often um as for uh native bronies um so uh, after this, I'm going to go to a car meet, but uh, there's uh, a Nissan Skyline GTR around here that has a Rainbow Dash sticker on the bumper. I've, nice. I've never I've never met the owner, but I really want to. Well, cool. Um, that actually tied into the next question, which is how do bronies in Japan express themselves? Uh, well, it's, it's quite a bit more open in the States, as you can well imagine. Uh, people tend to wear, uh, wear their fandom on their sleeve over here. They really do. That's that's not necessarily a bad thing. Um, the final question from Uli Toll: How does a brony brony a brony? That sounds like reproduction. Yes, in fact. Uh, now questions from Alex underscore uh, to pencil. Uh, oh. Fuck, fuck kill Mary Smike uh, between Spike. Enigma and slimy lard pony. Oh, good! Alex remembers that I hate slimy things. That's that's wonderful. Um, God. Well, I'm gonna take the easy way out on this one, guys, because here at the Barcast, killing yourself is always an option. So I would just kill myself. There you go. Yay! And then to the regulars, does the Barcast have an official mascot yet? I mean, I guess we have Riney. Uh, Riney's sort of a mascot. Dog, please. My dog? Yeah, I suppose, but I mean, I don't have, like, a picture of him. Can, can we just get a picture of your dog sleeping in the cage and shrine, just surrounded by all the plush? <laughs> get a picture of my dog smiling with a dorky face with a cadence on his head? Yeah, <laughs> he would do it, too, honestly. Your, do your dog Oh, uh, I like it. Um, and now for everybody, uh, from Latreus, uh, Wait, I said that right. Uh, do you like cute MLP images? Uh, Brony, how about you, Tony? Not Brony. Uh, that's what the fandom seems to like. Uh, of all the art I've ever done, I've noticed that people like canon and they like cute. They probably like porn too, but I've never done that. They actually oh, yeah. prefer cute porn. Uh, get that. Cute's definitely some of my favorite because I'm able to look at it at work. I like cute. I like cute things a lot. I, I know a lot of the people who are usuals are like, you what? You like cute things? I'm like, yeah, perception shattered. I love cute things. What? And we know uh, we know Enigma likes cute things too, but she, he also likes terrible, terrible things. So it's kind of a mix. And uh, Milk likes everything. Milk likes everything. He will he will stick his dick in anything. Isn't that right, Milk? He asleep again. Ah, uh, Milky Poo is asleep. Okay. I, th I think Milk has once stuck his dick in a glass of milk once. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Now we have a question from Tony Montana. Uh, totally not a brony. You have to build an army out of either all unicorns, all pegasi, or all earth ponies. Which do you choose? This is not ideal. Uh, those three, you know, have very different skill sets. 
ideally, that's why real armies have a lot of different units. If I had to pick one for one army, probably unicorn. I think that'd probably be the smartest, but I mean, it's kind of rock, paper, scissory. Yeah. Uh, uh, Earth ponies would beat unicorns. And so unicorns beat uh, Pegasi and Pegasi beat Earth pony? Yeah. What, what part of this doesn't make sense? Earth ponies overpower unicorns. Unicorns can bat Pegasi out of the sky, and Pegasi can just torture Earth ponies by dropping things on them. Just drop kick. We have seen them do it before. How does a paper beat a rock? Like, it doesn't have to be perfect. So, next question. Uh, are you a brony, but don't want others to know that you are a brony who writes brony words for other bronies, so you call yourself totally not a brony? Everybody drink, start drinking. That didn't sound like a question. Welcome to the podcast. Yep. That's how we do. <laughs> uh, now we have a question from... Wolf Lord Eric Longtooth. Yay. Who asks you, what is the worst ship? Probably the U.S. Navy littoral combat ship. <laughs> I did not expect that. I should well, have. You, you, did, you didn't expect that. I should have. That's the thing. I, w I was waiting to see like what your what your pins on, on the ships were, you know, like who was who was with who. How does you taking that literally and I didn't? Nicely done. Nicely done. Next question. If you could start this whole thin, thick thing over, what would you do differently? Less cringe. Less what about, cringe? What about more cringe, though? I mean, that's always an option, but that's not what I would do differently. Well, are you saying you Fair would enough. avoid the cringe, or you would do less cringe yourself, or...? Um, what what do you like look back at your stuff and you're like oh this is cringy to me because obviously at the time when you released it you didn't feel like it was cringy. true and as we stated previously the beauty of being on the internet is having a little time to stop and think about it uh and the writing itself is probably not too bad um i'm just you know speaking a little bit more in terms of my own personal conduct ah so ah. if so if the show had less cringe, Sunset Shimmer would be in jail at the end of the first EQG movie? Oh my god, stop. <laughs> Enigma. Oh my god. <sighs> I have to ask, uh, do you have any specific, if you are willing to share, only once you're willing to share, do you have any specific cringe moments in your brony history that you look back and... Mm. I have a lot fewer in the brony history than uh, real life because, you know, time to stop and think first. Um, you know, just kind of carefully crafting uh, the uh, persona that uh, I embody on the internet uh, goes back to having a secret identity. Uh, I am not exactly totally not a brony. Wish you'd never done. Fair her. <laughs> I'm saying, like, do you have any, are there any specific incidences you're willing to share with us? Uh, honestly, no, not that I can remember. Um, I have done a pretty good job in my uh, evaluation of uh, keeping the cringy stuff down but at the same time if uh, you're looking back on your life and not cringing at how you used to be then apparently you're not moving forwards you know i feel like whenever you're on the internet and you see like 
uh, MLP statuette, you have like you resist the urge to buy it. Um, I have bought exactly one uh, fandom item. It was a Rainbow Dash figurine, and I used it for a picture and then discarded it. Discarded as in, like, threw it away, or? Yeah. Oh. Uh, I have zero merchandise. Wow, that's impressive I, that you've managed to maintain that. I think you probably just hurt someone's soul that had Rainbow Dash as their waifu. That's fine, but just so you're aware. <laughs> uh, now we have a question from Mobile Sam. Who is obsessed with the potatoes, uh, uh, apparently? Uh, mashed potatoes or baked potatoes? I prefer the mashed, although I think I prefer fries even more. Ooh, yep. Fries are good. Now then, Rob Cakron, 53, um, guest star of a story by Totally Not a Brony, and of course, writer of My Little Dashy, comes back with a story question. You, Totally Not a Brony, are dead. Just like floating in junk in the ether. Uh, and he goes on because he doesn't know how to spell it. Uh, anyway, you're unsure what to do now. That can be the question, but meh, I'll make up a better one. So you go floating around doing ghost things and stuff, when suddenly someone sees you. You're unsure at first, but they begin to follow you as you walk away. And you try to talk to them, but they cannot hear you. But when they reach to touch you, you feel something odd. You feel warmth and happiness. This person is emitting levels of joy you've never felt before. That's when you see his shirt. It's a pony shirt. This is a brony, and they can see you. You try to make hand motions to tell them something, but they cannot understand still. You didn't notice it before, but now the person pulls out a large case and sets it on the ground, and opening it reveals a typewriter, and to your shock, you can interact with it. You choose to stay and write horse or other words for forever, being a literal ghost writer for this other brony, or do you continue to wander in hopes of finding your inevitable closure? I'd leave. Forever's a long time. But true. But then you could actually be a superhero with this, a ghost superhero, a dead man, only you write horsemen. <laughs> now, the, the latest addition to the ventures. Horsemut man. All right, uh, now we have some questions from Alex underscore to yeah. totally not a brony. Uh, number one, what is your favorite bar cash shipping? I wasn't aware that we had shipping inside of the bar cast. So yeah, that's right. It goes back to his earlier comment. I don't know. I don't really pick favorites. Uh, I'm not really into romance. Fair. Uh, number two, how much have you enjoyed your time on the podcast so far? It's been great. I think we've had a really good back and forth. Yeah, good solid conversations. I think about very interesting matters, especially in the fandom. Folks in the chat are really seeming to like it too. So I would oh, say yeah. this is two big thumbs up. Then I was done. Yes. Do you think we can come up with enough questions to sustain this for another twenty minutes? By the way, he estimated the time you would ask his question like spot on perfectly. We have twenty he, minutes. He really did. It's true. Uh, the, I don't know, we've already had 12 comments since the, uh, uh, podcast began, and if it weren't for those, we would have been done half an hour ago. Yeah, we blew which, through questions so much faster than we usually well, do. Well, as I commented to Priest a couple of days ago, this was shaping up to be the shortest interview you could
It's because, uh, as Mask Ferret said, I'm too efficient with words. It's you true. Are you, are, you are very efficient with words. Ferret totally nailed that on the head. But if it uh, helps, we have had shorter ones, so you're not you're not doing too bad. No worries. It's it's really true. I mean, outside of, I think once we did a cast, it was like 20 minutes because literally Twitch failed us. Yes, we you gave know, up. Think, we cried. Yeah, that one was never like recorded, but we we did like an hour or 15 minute one or 50 minute one before. And that, we won't talk about that one. Yay! Uh, now we have. Let me refresh to make sure I don't. No, no, we have two. Uh, I have another question from Uwe Toll. Uh, and I think this is more to the actual cast itself. Can we get a drinking counter like the Invisible Davis does so we're up to date? Um, uh, that, would, that would be something Milk would really have to be in charge of if he's willing to do that. If he is. And, and that requires Milk not to sleep either to keep track. Yeah, because Milk has to, like, pay attention. Because I'm pretty sure... While we all joke about him being asleep, we can be like, Milk, how much have you drank at this point? Because Milk drinks along at home. Yes, he does. He does. Uh, the answer is too much. There you go. So. Uh, uh, yeah. Um, no, I, I, don't, I, I don't. I like. I pay attention enough that I could probably do a counter, but with how incredibly lazy I am and how during most of these casts, I'm also dealing with, like, a shit ton of PMs with lots of people. I'm yeah. probably not going to, like, do a counter. Sorry. Hooray! Sadness. Oh, that's what it is, though. Uh, now we have questions from... Uh, a question from Mobile Sam, which I believe... Let me refresh one more time. No, we got... Oh, we got you, we have you um, yeah. Mobile Sam asked, pop chicken strips or popcorn chicken? Popcorn chicken. Caesar D. All right. I like how this relates to horses. Right. All of this remember, does. We've been relating to horses so well. I remember a time when we were about My Little Pony. <laughs> um, also, <laughs> uh, to tell you that Piccolis would like you to know that you seem like a pretty cool dude. Thank you, Piccolis. Uh, now we have two more questions from Uwe Toll, and then that's all we've got in the thread. Uh, what's your favorite food? That goes back to my earlier comment. I don't really have favorites. And then that kind of already covers the favorite alcohol. Yep. Yeah, no, but do, you, do you have a favorite oh, brand of foods? Um, no, not really. Uh, I like to think that uh, Southern Comfort is a heritage thing, sort of a family, sort of whatever. Um, also, it's the only thing my wife will drink, uh, so... We have some questions from the chat now, actually. Go for it. Uh, Full Mayor wants to know, if you were forced to read Clop, what pairing would you have to opt, opt for? Um, have to is not really a question of my own personal preference. No, I mean, would you? which one would you, since you're being forced, which one would you pick? Uh, like you're being forced to pick one. Uh, I guess Rara Jack. Because Fair it enough. involves because it involves my stated best pony earlier. Yeah. Nice. So the note uh, Applejack with anyone. Uh, Killscreen would like to know what color is your fidget spinner. Don't have one. And I'm proud of you for it. 
Are fidget spinners as big over in Japan as they are over here? I haven't seen any. Oh, that's really interesting to know. I'm I'm kind of glad to know that you guys don't have that bad. Yeah, it's nice to know that. The Japan no, wait, I, I take that back. I did see some for sale in a, a toy store once, but um, I haven't seen anywhere anywhere else. There you go. Are fidget spinners your fetish anon? And there's anon? already been that. That's already happened. Actually, I haven't written. Uh, what else we got? Have you met? Uh, yeah. So. Uh, for those of you who aren't aware, otaku is sort of interchangeable with geek in that you can be a something otaku, a pony otaku, a car otaku. Um, and so down in... And yeah. enigmatic otaku. Yeah. You. So uh, down in uh, Akihabara, which is a district in Tokyo, it's basically one gigantic hobby district. They sell, uh, they sell models, they sell toys. Um, I found uh, a place that had uh, two gigantic uh, model railroad tracks inside. It's pretty cool. Uh, there was also a uh, like a military surplus supply store with a, a quite frankly a worrying amount of Nazi paraphernalia. Oh, topo! Wow, ah. that's distressing, well, actually. Well, I mean, I guess Japan was an ally back then to him, but huh? Still. Yeah, I'd imagine they they see it as not that you know not as insensitive. I guess if they see it more as history, I'm assuming. Yeah, a little bit. Huh. Uh, question: Would you ever get into a chat with Aragon? I mean, anything's possible. Have you have you spoken to Aragon before? I think I have. That's impressive. Um, if he, he's he'd be kind of memorable. Speak back. Yeah, he'd be memorable in that way. All right, and uh, Priest, apparently that's all we got from the chat, but we have a couple of questions in the thread to finish you up. All right, here we go. We got a question from Rob, and I know he's ready for me on this. Rob Cakron says, you are not dead, and you are efficient with words. The problem is Priest likes to stutter a lot. So eventually, although it may not be just yet, he's going to mess something up but I have to use more commas to trip him up in case he doesn't do it or else it won't be going there very well until the end. But let's not get ahead of ourselves. How's that, Rob? This podcast will hit the time to end because we can't end it too soon. Otherwise, it will be over before it can begin to reach the final destination so that maybe we can be all that you can be because you are the best. Around! God, nothing's going to advocate me down. Bring you around the corner, around the country at work or play. We're on your way, the convenience stores of Barcast. I get that reference. Uh, also, I was going to make a comment on something about be the best, uh, like no one ever was. There's a couple <laughs> ways we can go with this comment. Yes, that was my real test. Whew. Okay, uh, the chat with Aragon was already asked. Yes, yes. So then, to close us out, what is the appeal of fidget spinners? I don't know. Um, I can I can maybe see that some people need to do something with their hands. Uh, I don't know why they're suddenly so big, though. Yeah. They move, and they're shiny. 
yeah, I remember seeing an advertisement for a fidget cube, which to me seems like a better option because it's more compact and offers more options. I, I agree. Actually, I actually have two fidget cubes, one for work and actually one that I have here in my hands because I have to do something with my hands while we do this podcast. So. And if you try to pet your doggo, he pants loud enough that we can hear him over your mic. He does. It's did, he, so weird. Did, did your doggo excrete any more fluids onto you? No, he didn't bleed on me anymore, Enigma. Way to make it sound like he has an inappropriate relationship with his dog, Enigma. Jeez. It's not like the neighbors watch. It's not like the neighbors watching them. God. I think that's all the time that we have for tonight. Totally not a brony. Did you say something before? Uh, I think there's there's one more question from Sam in the uh, in the feed. Oh, is Um, there? From in the um, in the, uh, the fan fiction page. There's oh, actually there's there's two more in the thread. Yeah. Oh boy, we just keep getting them. We're almost uh, yeah, mobile Sam. Battleships are magic. It was one of the first fix I read on this site. Have you ever thought about going back and rewriting it? Uh, no. I uh, I made the decision to not rewrite old stories to kind of preserve them as a time capsule of how I used to write. All right. Uh, and now questions from Pickleus. How do you feel about the Raging Bull Revolver? Overrated? Rad little revolver? It's, um, I mean, it's really hard to say any revolver is overrated. They, they just do. That's part of the appeal of revolvers. All right. Uh, we already kind of asked the, what's your favorite story you wrote? You got, uh, comments, you have over a hundred of them. Um, what is your favorite genre to read? Uh, yeah, I think we covered that too. You know, the uh, sort of the action comedy type deal. Right, right, right. Um, and then that's all we had, unless I'll refresh and see if we've missed anything. Nope, that's it. That was all of them. Ten minutes early. And, uh, oh, and we have somebody named Admiral Rum who just popped in because they didn't quite get their uh, time right. And they said, uh, has anyone else read his Steve stuff? Apparently, that's he wants the to Harry Potter you. fan fiction. He wants to promote your Steve stuff. Is yeah. this why? Is this where Priest got the idea to yell out Steve? No, I hope not. Oh God. Uh, no. But yes, uh, Admiral Rum, we did discuss his Steve stuff for a while. It was very entertaining. But of course, if you're tuning in late, this will be up on YouTube later, and of course, we'll provide a link of it to Totally Not a Brony, so that way you can share it with you guys. And yeah, so you guys can hear it. And uh, I think this is actually a good question to finish out with. No more questions after this, guys. But final question. It was. How are you so efficient with words? Do you write out words as function of time? Take the derivative of that function and set it to zero? Well, uh, I've actually got a uh, a couple ways of doing that too. Um, So I wrote a blog about uh, using words efficiently. Um, Let me see if I can find it for a second there. I, you know, I just, I say what I mean, uh, I guess, if you want to put it that way. Uh, here we go. The blog is called Getting the Point Across. And that's pretty much it right there. All right. Oh, I, I, we can uh, put that in. Here we go. I got it. Awesome. Thank you. All right. 
Well, uh, that's all the questions we have. So let's polish it off here. Um, thank you for watching the Barcast. Um, we all certainly had a good time. And thank you, Tolly Nottabroni, for joining us this week. Thank you for having me. Uh, oh. It was a really good time. Yeah, thanks for taking the time to answer all of our questions. Uh, I know that we ended up having a lot of them after all, but going one by one. Um, please feel free to come around again. Sure, thanks. Uh, have a good day. Um, thank you for watching the Barcast. Uh, this has been a non-pencil. If you all sleep well tonight. That didn't come through right. Uh, Enigmatic? You stupid motherfuckers better? Yeah, that, that was way better. Uh, Enigmatic okay. will talk My anus is bleeding. Uh, Milk. Who is dead. And totally not a brony. Goodbye. And my name's Flutter Priest. Have a great weekend.